Rice clean me up. Rice clean me up. I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. clean me up. Rice clean me up. I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Listen. Yeah. I ain't got a stain on me. Cause it's all by his grace, homie Gave his righteousness, now I'm spotless Didn't earn it, but I still got it, yeah Not by my works Now I'm in his church Ain't nothing I could earn Did it by his own, yeah, you know I didn't deserve I'm singing out Christ clean me up Christ clean me up I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new, yeah, 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 Christ clean me up, Christ clean me up, I ain't got a stain and I'm feeling brand new, yeah, 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 Christ clean me up, I was headed to I was a mess, my goodness is unworthiness But now I'm feeling brand new I ain't worried about a thing He's glory, now I sing, yeah Got a new mind, got a new heart Glory to God, who art Worthy of all praises By tongue, tribes, and nations He dressed us in this white robe His righteousness we now clothe Glory to God and Christ alone Glory to God and Christ alone, yeah Does the Bible allow for Christians to use cuss words? Let's talk about it here on All Things Theology. All Things Theology, All Things Theology, we chop it up properly, without an apology. Gotta give that theology to God, hallowed be, cause this is how we do it at All Things Theology. Yo, grace and peace, and welcome back to an episode of All Things Theology, where this is your host, K-Dub, and today... We're going to tackle the question of, can Christians cuss? I've been seeing a lot of conversation about this topic, and I want to address it. Uh, Again, I will be playing clips to do a full conversation, but if this is the short version you're watching, we're going to be talking about, can Christians use cuss words, right? Again, I've been seeing this conversation happen on social media. It's been drawing up again, and people are saying, hey, yeah, you know, generally no, but it's acceptable if you're looking for strong language to accurately describe a situation. Uh, I want to give a biblical response to this. Let me first lay out my position. I, the, I believe the Bible categorically rejects uh, speech that is even unacceptable by the culture, i.e. cuss words, right? I think there's a reason why even the world recognizes you can't say BSMF on the radio, right? And not only that, we will go further than just saying curse words, right? But it's definitely not, uh, or it's definitely involving uh, cuss words, okay? A couple of verses I want to bring up. Allow me to share my screen with you as we dive into this conversation, and I hope that it's helpful and edifying for you. First, let's look at Ephesians 5, 4. What does this verse say? It says, let there be no filthiness nor foolish talk. Nor crude joking, 
which are out of place, right? It's unbecoming of a Christian. But instead, let there be thanksgiving. Allow me to share one of the patterns of the book of Ephesians. If you read chapters one through three, it's a lot of indicatives. It's who we are in Christ. And then once chapter four comes through the end of the book, it's a lot of imperatives. Do this, right? Don't do this, right? A lot of, uh, uh, a lot of that kind of language going on. How then shall the Christian live? And one of right uh, the places right here, and, and even if we go back a little, I'll share this verse next. It's how we even speak. The Christian life has totally changed our lives. So even the nature of how we speak is different than before. But allow me to uh, go further because some may say, hey, no, this is just saying, you know, it's just sexually, right? Don't 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 be perverted, right? Well, I think the Bible goes further than that. So allow me to take you to the Greek. Take you to the Greek, right? <laughs> we have to take you to the Greek for some people, right? Um, but notice what this says. Uh, this word for filthiness, right, which we're talking about, is iskrotes. Iskrotes. Let's look at this word. I, I believe it really gets down to the conversation we're, we're having. Right. Baseness, obscenities, indecencies. Right. Um, again, right. This dishonorable speech. Shamefulness. I believe that it is a shameful thing to uh, speak of these words in the context of the Christian life. Let me ask yourself, when is it acceptable to say the B word in the light of Christ's name, right? I, I, I can't think of any. I mean, th these words that even culture has deemed unacceptable um, seem to be words that are shameful. Again, we're going to go further than that. Let's look up another verse. And, and, and let us not even remember that, you know, the Bible tells us, um, you know, to guard our mouth, I think of James, right? Taming the tongue obviously is not just referring to cuss words. I, I think of even describing the body in debased language, right? The, the human anatomy. I, you guys know what I'm talking about. I don't have to get explicit, but even the language of that can be um, what the verse is talking about. Ephesians 429 says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. But only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. That's going to be an important phrase. But let us deal with the first half of this as we take you to the Greek, take you to the Greek. Right. Um, notice what this says. Pas lagos. Any word unwholesome. Right. This word from wholesome is saptos. So, oh, actually, sap, sapros, sapros. Right. Unwholesome. Any word that is unwholesome. Right. Out of your mouth. It's not. There's a really don't let it happen. Any word. So what does that imply? It implies that some words are unwholesome and shouldn't come out of our mouth. Right. I, I know there. I mean, there are some people that say, well, words aren't necessarily, you know, uh, unwholesome or they're not they're not necessarily bad it's how you use them well i don't know if this you can read this verse like that 
Um, it seems to imply that there are words that are unwholesome. And as again, we take it to the Greek. This word literally means rotten, useless, corrupt, and depraved. There are words that the Christians should say, these are useless words. These are rotten, corrupted words. Um, bad even, right? Some translations use this word as bad words, right? <laughs> this is exactly what we're getting to, right? One more verse just to uh, drive the point home. First Timothy 4.12, it says, well, actually, let me go back because that's not all it says. It doesn't just say, let no corrupt talking come out of your mouth. It says, but only, right? You have the, the don't and the do, but only such as good for building up. We, as fits for the occasion, we should be asking ourselves, right? When we, when we talk to one another, Christians, right? We, we should be asking ourselves, is these words building up? Are they, you know, I think of uh, Philippians, right? Are, are they that which is lovely, right? Pure. The, the, I mean, our speech should be adorned that we have, you know, become new even. Again, this is not to say this only refers to curse words, cuss words, but it definitely is not excluded from that conversation, right? That is my point here. Um, one more verse, first Timothy four, 12, it says, let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech in conduct and love and faith and purity. So, so the believers life, you Christian watching this, your life, my life, our lives, every Christian's life should be an example in how we speak and in how we act. Right. You, you know, I, I find it one thing, you know, I hear a lot of these Christian, these cussing Christians. Right. And they sound exactly like the world. They sound exactly like the world and how they describe things and in, in the, in the, in the pattern of speech they conduct themselves. Again, uh, I mean, Romans 12. Right. Separate yourselves. Right. Uh, right. We, we are. We, we have been. Right. Separated from the world and, and, and how we should act. It, you know, again, it's one thing to, to, you know, you cuss and you're like, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for I repent. It's one. It's a whole nother thing to justify how you speak. Right. And so I hopefully hopefully that's helpful for you. Uh, hopefully, you know, you agree. And if you have some pushback, uh, I, I accept um, some of that pushback. I understand some of the arguments. Well, you know. In the Bible, they got cuss words, and I, I reject that, but I understand where, where people are coming from, where they may not accept what I'm saying, but, but hopefully we can accept this point. There are words that Christians should not use that the Bible categorically rejects as unwholesome. I, I, can, or, or can we start at, at a place that says there are words that the Christians should not use? We can debate about which ones. Right. But hopefully we can agree there. Right. Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Right now, what we're going to do is respond to Tim Ross. Yes. Tim Ross, who, you know, I've responded to before on this issue of cussing and not only that. Right. Other things. Uh, he made a video recently where he I mean, I mean, he justified, hey, it's it is not wrong to cuss. We have different consciences on that. Well, 
let's get into some of the issues he brought up and things like that. So let's let's check it out. All right. So um, the topic is uh, strong language, my use of strong language. And uh, this goes back to uh, several months ago. Uh, I was on a podcast with my friend Jenna Mountain, who is a sex therapist. And uh, we were talking about something that um, was very, very um, that 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 I have very strong emotions about. And I reserve the right uh, when I'm talking about something that I feel strongly about to use strong language. In my mind, it makes sense that when I'm feeling strong emotions, you should I should use strong language to go with those emotions. Now, I know everybody doesn't agree with that. Everybody has different convictions on uh, different words. Interesting. Let me just say this from the outset. Why does strong emotions imply strong, what I would call inappropriate language? I don't think that is also uh, synonymous. I believe I can use strong. There's strong language in the Bible. Anathema is a strong language, right? To imply being cursed by God, right? I don't believe strong emotions equate to uh, strong inappropriate language. So that's the first thing I would I would uh, challenge him on. And next, the next was the issue of I reserve the right to use strong language when I have a strong emotions. We none of us have the right to dictate <laughs> the Christian life. One thing you will find missing from um, Tim Ross is a biblical reason why he believes it's OK. Or, or actually, let me be fair, uh, a solid biblical answer, because the reason he gives is very subjective. And we're going to get to that in a second. But I reject the use that you can use uh, or that strong emotion implies strong language. Right. Oftentimes. When I hear someone cursing, I actually think how little their vocabulary is to express the human range of emotion, right? That they have to use this, I mean, sophomore language, really unintelligible language to communicate their, their passions, right? I mean, the, the, the human vocabulary is large. It is, it is vast, right? <laughs> and to use it with an asinine word. See, you see, I have strong emotions, but see how I capsulate it, capt- captivate it, right? <laughs> this strong emotion with, I believe, a word that is fitting. And so there is no problem with using strong words. But again, why does that imply uh, what I believe is unwholesome talk, right? Hopefully that was helpful. Hopefully you got my point. But let's get into this because a Bible verse does come up, right? Ephesians 4.29 comes up, right? Let's, let's, let's hear his reasoning about that. Uh, that's triggering language for some people. I really didn't care um, what people thought about me using um, that strong language because um, y'all know that the basement is a place that uh, fosters um, safety so that people can give us the gift of their vulnerability. And my line of thinking uh, has been, if it's safe enough for my guests, it has to be safe enough for me as well. Oh, what, I, I, again, I mean, I, that's even problematic because well, why, why isn't the Bible the standard? That's, that's kind of what I, I want to know. Like, I mean, 
you can have all sorts of people think something's safe. I mean, but th that's not the standard. I mean, because it's safe enough for your, it, that's kind of the argument. That, well, if it's good enough for them, it's good enough for me. <laughs> okay. That doesn't imply it's right or right or wrong at all. I mean, but let's keep going. So, um, when I chose to use that language, which was a choice, I was not like blacking out. I wasn't out of my mind. Um, yeah. So it was a deliberate, uh, choice, right? Deliberate sin. I would argue. Uh, I, I, I am very intentional with my language, uh, which is why nobody has ever heard me cuss in a pulpit in 27 years. Now, one of the things I actually found interesting, you know, he's like, he, he does this whole thing. Well, I, you, you never seen me cuss in a pulpit, but if your argument is curse, cursing isn't wrong, cussing, sorry that he, he made a distinction between that. So I'll honor that. If cussing isn't wrong, then what? Who cares if you do it in a pulpit? As if, well, we have to do, we have to, our speech has to be honorable in the pulpit. But when we step out in our everyday life and when I'm, you know, doing shopping and I see something I don't like, boom, then I can do it. I mean, this is the double standard of many preachers. Now, I know many preachers do have double standard lives, right? But again, that's not the standard. Keep going. Uh, I choose very wisely when I am going to use strong language, wisely, uh, privately or publicly. And so when I decided to use that language, obviously, it uh, fostered a larger conversation um, about how we were going to move forward on the podcast. Is this going to be normal? Well, define normal. If I if I if I feel emotional about a situation, um, this language may come out. If I don't, it may not. I'm, I'm but but notice, notice the standard. It's his emotions. It's his emotions that determines when he'll use the B's, the the S, right? The A, right? Again, I don't say that language, you know, um, or I definitely don't believe it's good. Right? I don't believe it's holy speech. Right? Let's 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 start defining our, our terms on holy speech. But notice it's his emotion which determines when these words even come out, when he's emotional, right? When he feels strongly about something, it's all determined around the, uh, the emotion of Tim Ross. I'm not sitting up here uh, cussing like a sailor. Every other word is getting beeped because it's like Morris code. That's but but what if 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 it's not wrong? It wouldn't matter. It's like me saying kitchen, kitchen and over. I mean, it'd be annoying, but you couldn't say it's sinful <laughs> unless I was trying to be annoying. But, but you get my point. Right. If, if these are just words that, hey, it's acceptable, it's, it's not wrong. What would be wrong with you? See, then that's the thing. It's, it's, it's just like, well, just don't do it too much. And it's, it's this weird arbitrary standard. Once you say, ah, you can sometimes never been me. Um, but I have always used strong language in my life, both <laughs> pre-salvation and post-salvation. So coming to Christ, quote unquote, strong language, i.e. cussing, i.e. Unwholesome, unwholesome talk has never changed. Christ hasn't redeemed that part of him, I guess. I, I don't know. No sanctification in the area of speech. I have never felt a conviction of the Holy Spirit. I know some of y'all are going to have some seizures just off me saying that. <laughs> well, uh, not a seizure pushback uh, because 
conviction of sin isn't determined based on how we feel about a subject. You know, you know, you know, Tim Ross, there are people who out there that say they don't feel conviction about living in fornication, living with their girlfriend and having sex. I have literally met people that told me I, I don't feel I don't feel bad about it. People who abort their children that say that. People get drunk. I mean, so we, we can't allow this subjective. Why? Well, I, I didn't feel no conviction of the Holy Spirit. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> Maybe because you have lived this lay in, in your speech so long that you have seared the conscience in the where the spirit works in that way. Right. To where if you said it, you would have alarms going off. I think that's an actually more accurate way of explaining this going on um some of you all have sent me uh scriptures uh that you think um is talking about strong language and profanity and you couldn't be further from the truth so you all can stop sending me ephesians 429 uh because uh well I, again I, I went over multiple and, and, and guys i could literally go over 20 30 passages on this issue and i believe i i offered up a good case for why Ephesians 4.29 speaks to the area of profane speech on what he's talking about, on wholesome talk, these derogatory terms. I believe it actually absolutely does. Maybe you want to have a conversation. You invite me, invite me on to the basement. We can have a conversation about it. We, we both live in the Dallas area. <laughs> now, I mean, he doesn't have to, but you guys get my point. I, I'm willing to defend that. Uh, contextually, I know what it means. And Paul is not talking about when he says filthy communication. He is not talking about uh, cuss words, uh, especially since none of the words that we define as cuss words existed in Paul's day. Well, of course not, because English didn't exist. But that's quite a silly argument, because <laughs> according to what you according to what this argument say, well, then, since none of these words existed, there's no such thing as unwholesome speech, given that the English language didn't exist yet. But th again, that's absurd. That that is actually absurd. Um, so why doesn't he say it in the pulpit thing? Since hey, the language didn't exist, I'm not cussing like a sailor. I mean, I I, I don't get that point. Obviously, English didn't exist yet, but practically, we understand that there are words, even in the English definition, that are unacceptable. So this is this is not a defense of. The words it's just like before you throw a scripture at me please do your research <laughs> do your research right all right so we, we we provided a case and hopefully maybe that'll get responded to um etc etc so yeah let's keep moving forward um on why he chooses to use this this strong language right and i think we've gone there maybe one or two more times like it hasn't been like oh we're gonna start cussing every episode now because we're edgy or we don't care what people think no i know the audience that i'm but it, but it, let me go back if cussing is not wrong ephesians 4 29 isn't applying to that if uh ephesians 5 4 first timothy right the text i read earlier doesn't apply to that put it like this why is it wrong then why 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 would it be wrong for you know there, guys and there's there's a lot of clips of pastors cussing i'm talking about every other word or often in their sermons 
Why would Tim Ross disagree with that? Besides, that's just not what I would do. That's not what I'm called to, right? Something biblical, not a subjective standard at least. Stand on the word of God to defend your case. Why would that be wrong? I would like to want to know. I know the audience that I'm assigned to. I know the audience that I'm called to. And the audience that I'm assigned to and that I'm called to, that I lovingly refer to as the highways, byways, bushes, and shrubs, uh, they get down with this type of talk. <laughs> so the area he's been assigned to, right? And, 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 and again, that's very subjective because it's this calling outside of the word of God that can be confirmed by it, right? It's God told, remember, he's the one who said God told him to speak like this. You guys remember that clip, right? God told him to speak like this. Um, and so he's like, well, the people, you know, the highway, the, the ordinary folk, the, you know, the common, you know, highways, byways, all that. They, they don't have a problem with the way I speak. <laughs> I could find any fool out there that doesn't have a problem with something I can, I can justify, you know, justify. Yeah. You, there are a lot of people. Hey, I don't have a problem with you living with your girlfriend. I don't have a problem with you, you know, uh, having two wives. I, I don't have a problem with you getting drunk before you come to church. I, I don't have a problem with you smoking crack. There's a lot of people that will justify all kinds of sinful behavior. <laughs> but again, what is our standard? And um, uh, for the people that have been introduced to me as a podcaster, uh, it has resonated uh, with a lot of people. And they've been very, very appreciative for uh, the straightforward tone and uh, for the straightforward discourse. The majority of which has not included strong language. Uh, and the very minuscule part that does, they haven't had a problem with it. Again, they are not the standard. Um, I will, you know, I just, I remember something, you know, I remember back in the day when people were those WWG, WWJD bracelets, like what would Jesus do? Right. And that would kind of be our standard on why, Hey, would, would Jesus be okay with me going to club? Nah, probably not. So I should, I shouldn't do it. Right. Only for us to turn around decades later and, well, maybe Jesus would cuss or, you know, he, I, I just think it's interesting, right? Uh, I found this section interesting as well. So let's talk about it. Things that I say when I choose to use that type of language. It has been a rub. It has been a, um, a frustration that uh, I have not been uh, unaware of. I've been aware of it. Um, and I felt like, as with everything in scripture, there's healthy tension um, when it comes to uh, public discourse. So healthy tension. So a tension would mean some kind of pushing against, right? Someone, whenever I hear that tension word, right? Generally, not always, generally what people mean is, well, you can make an argument for this this way and an argument this way over here, right? So is he... I, what I what I haven't heard him do, and you don't, it's it's quite missing, um, in this uh, Instagram video of his, an argument for biblically why, not God has called me to a different that that's not an argument for because I mean you anybody can use that argument, like a, a contextual biblical argument for cussing. Let let's hear it, Mister Tim Ross. Um, but there's tension in the text, right? Right. He did the same thing with woman pastors. Right. <laughs> you guys remember that? I did a video review and he's like, well, there's tension in these areas. Right. Again. And uh, I'm very, very comfortable in tension, which is why 
you have not heard anything from me um, this direct or straightforward on this particular topic up until now because I can live with tension. And until I have clarity and peace, um, I'm not going to make a statement one way or, or another. You literally are, though. You're, you're, you're justifying why you cuss. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to make a statement one way or the other. You, you've cussed, you defended cussing, and this video is a defense of your cussing. <laughs> what do you mean you're not making a defense one way or the other? I, I, found, that, I found that statement strange. <laughs> um, that's literally the defense of your video and then how he'll move forward, which we'll get to in a second. But uh, again, you guys will remember... If you've been uh, subscribed to this channel for a while, if you're not, by the way, like the video, subscribe, stay around. We have more content like this, right? Uh, where I did a video review and the title video review was uh, God told me to cuss, right? Tim Ross, right? Um, let's check out what he has to say here. Now, um, uh, somebody did uh, take a, a clip of uh, me processing this on one of the basement episodes Um and put, you know, the Holy Spirit told me to cuss. Well, now, I, I don't know if he's referring to my video or some other video. I haven't checked the the YouTube internets, right, to see if that was the case. But um, he's responding to somebody, right? Maybe it's me. Maybe it's someone else. What I'm going to tell you is that I've never been convicted by the Holy Spirit for using strong language. That Again, that's that's uh, irrelevant, right? A lot of people say that about all kinds of sin, but he actually went further than that. I think he, he may be trying to pivot, but he went further and said, God told me to use this language. I'll, if I remember, I'll try to put that in here, but he said, God told me. Right. As, as, as you hear my voice, God said that to him. Watch your mouth. Watch your language. And I'm like, dude, I'm an emo. I'm an empath. And so, oh, oh. Oh my God, I knew it. I knew it. I knew. We didn't take it down, but I knew it. I, I knew you were going to throw something at me. Right. And listen, these people mean well. They're not haters. Can we, let's just, everybody ain't no hater. Right. They have different convictions and they have a different lens. They're not haters. They, 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 they want to support me. They can't get past my mouth. I get it. Oh my God. I get it. Oh, I get it. And again, when the Lord told me, this is the way I want you to talk. I'm like, I don't think you, I don't think you want me to do it. And I know there's some people that are even going to disagree. God would never tell you to talk like that. You're entitled to your opinion. Right. So I'm like, okay, Jesus like, oh, dang, you know. Okay, it just comes with it. And then I woke up this morning. I'm laying in the bed and the Holy Spirit. Uh, I reject that categorically. That's all I can tell you. Perhaps you have, maybe you don't use uh, cuss words uh, publicly. Maybe you don't even use them privately. Maybe you don't even use them when you get mad or stub your toe. Yay, you. Well, the, and, and I would even argue the issue isn't whether we use them or not use them, right? The issue is what does the Bible say? Right. Again, you can find a Christian doing something, not doing something. Right. Saying something, not saying something. This this puts it on a human level of of, of moralism and subjectivity. Again, I'm not the standard for morality. Tim Ross isn't the, the next. Nobody on Earth is the standard for morality. This is why we go back to the scripture. And it's why I say is the sufficiency of scripture at the end of the day. That's being attacked. OK, um, I do. Um, we know that. <laughs> and not when I stub my toe. <laughs> we um, know. Any, any day. I use strong language when I have strong emotions about a subject that I am talking about. And because all language is used to express feelings, I believe that the strongest language 
should be reserved for the strongest feelings. That's what I... The, again, that's a arbitrary standard. If it's strong, then um, you should use strong language, i.e. cussing. Well, Paul Paul should have used that in Galatians 1 He was when he's saying if you preach a false gospel, you let them be anathema. He should have used a stronger word, right? <laughs> I'm glad Tim Ross didn't write a Galatians 1. But you get my point. Again, I think cussing is actually just shows how childish, I mean, sophomoric, um, how low someone's language is to actually express their emotion, right? To where they get, they just F, right? And F supposed to be this all inclusive word of how frustrated they are, right? I, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I think someone using that is to showing their, their small mindedness. I'm, I'm not trying to belittle Tim Ross, but that's how I've, I've always viewed cuss words or as a Christian, let me say that. Not always. <laughs> I love the body of Christ. I also love uh, the people Jesus died for that have not given their life to Jesus yet. And they don't talk like us and they don't look like us and they don't dress like us and they don't act like us. Um, and I know how to talk their language because I haven't been saved so long that I forgot what it is. I mean, I haven't forgot either. I mean, I've been saved over a decade. I, I, I know the speech. But the the issue isn't do we know it and, you know, we know their language. Yeah, I mean, I know their language. I know their behavior. But again, what does the word say? To be an unbeliever. And so I will code switch in a minute. I'm just telling y'all, this is just me. Listen to this, guys. I, I'm going to play the remaining of this. I uninterrupted about 40 seconds. Uh, listen to this. You may never agree with it, but I'm just telling you right now, I can code switch in a minute. And if I'm talking to somebody... From the hood, I know how to talk to somebody from the hood. If I'm talking to somebody that was in prison, I know how to talk to somebody that's from prison. If I just talk to somebody that's just for the streets, right? They belong to the streets. I know how to talk to people that are that belong to the streets. Now, I also tell you, um, it's not just hood people uh, that use this language. I know a bunch of millionaires and uh, <laughs> uh, wealthy business people, and doctors, and lawyers, and entertainers, and athletes, and musicians, and um, I just, I, I, wherever I am, I know how to be all things to all people. All things to all people, right? In the context of cussing, right? Right. And let me just say this. I have no problem with codes, code switching. If that means like their culture, that, that their culture in that, which is not sinful, right? You talk to someone more hood, you'll, you may use, uh, more, hood language right you talk to someone maybe more from suburban right they're more they're more uh, sophisticated right you use their language I, I have no problem with that that's not the issue but the issue is he uses that to say well this is why i cuss to people who cuss i know how to be all things to all people who cuss but my issue is why stop there why not do that with the drunkard hey man i'm trying to win i'm trying to win them <laughs> i gotta get drunk i don't really want to right but hey, I'm trying to be, I'm tr you know, I'm, all things to the prostitute. See this, I, I have heard that verse used to justify all kinds of sinful behavior. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to win them. That's why I go to the club. <laughs> I'm trying to win them. And what you find is <laughs> they're doing the exact thing they want to do, regardless of winning them. And they're just using that as an excuse to, to justify their language. You don't care if they use it or not. Remember, you're very comfortable regardless 
of if they use that language or not. So don't don't try to drag them in and say, well, I just use, I, I'm trying to code switch. You're not code switching. That's your language. <laughs> you said I'm very comfortable with this, with this prior to conversion uh, and as a convert. So just very interesting. Um, but let's be clear what he's saying. He is not repenting of using cuss words. Let's hear him say that. I realize that um, this is not something that I am willing to um, make my friends uncomfortable with. So just to be fair on what he's saying, he is saying, hey, proceeding forth, I'm not going to be uh, using cuss words publicly, right? Because uh, my friends have to answer for this and um, I don't want them to have to be answering to it essentially was his argument i don't because i still preach in churches i don't want my friends that lead these churches to be trying to defend me i mean my argument would be though back to you if you're saying you're not wrong for doing it and matter of fact it's winning all doing all things to all people why would why wouldn't you, why would you stop especially when he said his friend understood his argument and agreed with it I don't know. It just seems kind of strange thing to say, well, I just I'm not going to do it for y'all. OK, I mean, thank you, I guess. But still doing it in private um, to be trying to explain why I do what I do. I don't want to send mixed signals. Um, mixed signals of what? And I want to be authentic and honest about um, my communication. Uh, I, I am not repenting to you right now for using strong language i don't have the conviction that a lot of you have that's where i am right now if the lord convicts me one day in a different way in the same way i'm having this conversation with you i'll have another um so that's not what this is what i realized in talking to my friend uh this evening was i don't want to put him or anybody else in a situation where they feel like they have to defend me um using strong language in public platforms on my public platforms is not worth them having sideways energy brought their way uh, because uh, my voice is valuable to that house as a minister and something that I said in conversation um, could literally hinder the way somebody hears me in a sermon. I mean, maybe you shouldn't just, maybe you shouldn't use it then if, 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 if that's what it's building so, so much backlash. Um, I, I, I really don't like that. He keeps calling this strong language because I, I use strong language. I believe I use strong language on this program. Right. When it when appropriate. Right. When false teachers have said something that deny the deity of Christ or the gospel. I use strong language, sir. You must repent. I believe that's strong language. Repent or perish, I believe is strong language. See, at, at the end of the day, this, that's why I believe we have the Bible to define all, a lot of these terms, right? Even Paul said he used like KJ, some, a, a KJV term, right? <laughs> uh, rude speech, like, I mean, is like he was direct towards him, not not rude in the sense that he was like, "You're ugly," right? But but it was he was direct in his speech, right? And so ultimately, I believe ultimately at the end of the day. I, how we define terms of things like strong language. Uh, but, but this was an interesting clip here. Uh, let's, let's play this. Now let's be clear. Y'all have seen clips of ministers that have said some out of, out of pocket stuff in the pulpit. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, you being one of them. But he's going to talk about it. Uh, some of you all think I was out of pocket when I when I um, used a stripper analogy. Um, once again, <laughs> if if you can't see how I got to that conclusion. A little more Bible. So if if we can't see how we uh, got to his, he got to his conclusion. We need a little more Bible, not him, right? <laughs> Hopefully, I remember to put this clip in there. But a lot of you guys remember that uh, stripper line from heaven, and it was bread to them. We don't make it rain on booty cheeks. We don't make it rain on strippers. We only reverence one stripper, and that's the one that took off glory to put on humanity and then get butt naked on a cross to die for both you and me. The only stripper I'm in love with is Jesus. Bread in my pocket, I got bread in my pocket, I got bread in my pocket, I got food, I got, I got food, I got. terrible let me show you one of the reasons that i gave when i did that review how debased it is how how terrible of an example a stripper willingly takes her clothes off right she willingly takes her clothes off or he i guess right in a attempt to please uh sexually depraved men let's be honest let's call it what it is that's not what happened with jesus jesus one he didn't willingly take his clothes off right nor did he strip his glory off, right? Some kenosis kind of heresy going on. The example was bad. I see how you got there, but seeing how you got there and agreeing with, with what it is are two different things. It was a bad example, a bad example. Um, <laughs> a little more Bible, though. <laughs> we need a little more Bible. Um, let's let's get to this clip here. I do feel like I have a unique assignment. It's it's and it's different. It's di it's different to me. Like I've. I've been a church kid. But notice this objective. I have a different assignment, right? Maybe for y'all, y'all shouldn't cuss. But for me, I got a different assignment. <laughs> I told you this is just filled with subjectivity. I've preached my first sermon. And I would say more. Hey, when it comes to morally, there's no Christian who has a different assignment. It is wrong for someone to steal just like it is wrong for another Christian. So morally, there's not two different standards month after I gave my life to Jesus. I've been a church kid for a long time. And what I'm doing now is um, so different than anything I've been used to. Uh, but I feel an anointing to do it, y'all. And I feel a grace to do it. And an anointing, a grace to cuss. Okay, interesting. Love to do it. And Love. I'm going to keep on doing it. Um, it takes bravery to do it. And... Um, it does not take bravery to cuss. <laughs> uh, just takes unwholesome speech, I guess. That's it. Also, it takes some resiliency. Yo, I'm out here. I'm out here in front of y'all. Stumbling into how to do this right. Just read the Bible. I mean, you, you know, you don't have to make up the, the, the uh, you don't have to make, invent the wheel again. Just obey the Bible. You're stumbling through the just just follow what the Bible says, you know. OK, I didn't wait till I figured it all out because he didn't tell me to wait till I figured it out. He told me to go. And so 
I went. And so um, <laughs> what I can tell you is what is resolved in my heart now is that moving forward from this day, moving forward, I will not be using strong language publicly. I will not be using it. And by strong language, he means cussing. Again, I, I think it's more than that, but my, on my platforms, I will not be using it in um, any interviews I have, whether it's Gee, uh, thanks. the basement <laughs> or whether I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast. Um, it's just not worth it. I don't, I don't, I love the church and I love my friends, churches that I preach in and I don't, and, and, and I love the body of Christ and I don't want to be a stumbling block to anybody. I don't. Um, but please, let me also be clear. We disagree. If you feel like cussing is a sin, um, profanity is a sin, we disagree. So I'm, I want to be clear on that because I, I have to be honest, open and transparent. Um, uh, I will still use that language privately <laughs> if I feel so inclined. Again, I only use strong language to match strong emotions that I'm I, I, Don't get it twisted, y'all. I'm still going to cuss behind closed doors. So don't think I'm, don't think I'm uh, suit and tying this up by, behind closed doors just on podcasts and sermons. <laughs> Gee, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was interesting, huh? That was interesting. Uh, oh, he, he did define strong language. Uh, I should have played this earlier, but let me play it now. Um, now, when I say strong language, I want to be clear. That's F, uh, S. I've never got close to saying MF. Um, but what if someone says, hey, that that's strong language for them? Would that be acceptable? You're going to still hear damn in hell sometime. So y'all figure that out. I think I need to have a glossary of terms of what's off limits. Uh, uh, I won't be using the I won't be using the inflammatory ones. Right. The ones that the race. So so we 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 went from strong to inflammatory. So video still. He's like the one the uh, rapper videos, you know, bleep out. Okay. Um, but man, I love y'all and, uh, I'm trying to do, the <laughs> you know, I, I always think it's, I always, you know, people say, Hey, it's, it's okay to cuss. Right. I, I generally ask people this, right? You, okay. You think it's okay to cuss. What if someone called your wife to be word, your, your kids, right? People are all cool with cuss until it's directed at them. Right. <laughs> Which no one, no one wants to be cussed at. Right. Or, you know, wh or what if they said, Hey, I'm not calling her to be derogatorily. Right. Because people call people use that as a, t a term of endearment. Man, that's my B today. Right. Um, and what if they justified it by saying that not many people still wouldn't accept that. Right. And, and, and let me give another example of, of something that's not maybe a, a cuss word that I believe it's totally unacceptable to say. And I'm going to direct this at black Christians. Right. Because we know it's wrong for white Christians to say this word. Right. The N word, right? People use it all. Man, that's my N. That's my N this, N that. N please, right? Let a white person say they ready to fight, right? But only to use it. So again, don't say it's acceptable for you to use it and turn around and say they shouldn't use it, right? And so that might get me canceled. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think it's acceptable to use. Um, 
But yeah, King Petty, let's let's hear this last clip right here. And uh, I suspect people are still going to just take a few clips from this. And, and I, I took a lot of clips. I mean, the, the interview was 30 something minutes long and there's some tangents he went on. But I have over 15 minutes of clips, I believe, here that you know, I played over half of the interview. Right. And so in context, you know, larger sections. And so I'm not taking him out of context. So. And um, put it on their channels. Watch what he says. Uh, because that's how they drive engagement. I, some, I, I will say that some of y'all uh, that have been putting out clips on me, y'all owe me at least a bottle of wine or something. Because y'all <laughs> would not have them ratings if you didn't put my name and my likeness on your little raggedy clip. <laughs> hey, how about this, man? Hey, you invite me to the show, I'll buy you a bottle of wine. I will say this. The money I made off of YouTube didn't didn't earn you that much. Didn't, I mean, it, it couldn't pay it couldn't pay a water bill around here. So don't don't think you're doing too much. But my man right here is you. Yeah, King Petty over here, right? Oh man. But anyways, guys, yeah, let me know your thoughts in the comment section in the chat. What do you think about cussing? Should Christians be using it? Is it inappropriate language to use? Let's talk about it. Hope you enjoyed the video. Hope I gave a compelling case for you on why Christians shouldn't be cussing, guys. Till the next time, grace and peace. Yo, grace and peace. Thank you for watching another episode of All Things Theology. If you enjoyed what you heard today, go ahead and give me a like. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. I promise to give you weekly videos, lives, interactions, exposing false teachers, sharing with you, the viewer, my theological beliefs, things about the culture and the Bible. So if you're here for that, come on and join us. Yeah.